0: It's now time for Team Talk on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. 101.7 The Team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, L.A. Dodgers, and much more. Now, Team Talk
1: on 101.7 The Team. And welcome to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team, just like the man said. We're here until 7 o'clock. I'm Joe O'Neill. That is Sam Hauser. We'll have Scott Galletti joining us later on in the show. But Sam, uh, it's the, the Lobo Hoop season is going to continue, both for the men and the women. Men are playing on Wednesday night. Uh, hosting Utah Valley, uh, the women playing on Thursday night. Hosting Northern Arizona, so the beat goes on. Is basically the only thing you can say. I mean, we had high school hoops through the weekend. Looking forward to the NCAA tournament, but looking forward to some NIT action too, my friend.
0: Looking forward to looking, looking forward to the pit being back. I mean, this is we knew this was a possibility, and you know, I was thinking about this. It's it's kind of funny how this flipped when we were prognosticating, you know, maybe a few weeks, maybe even a month ago or so where this might be and we were talking about, you know, maybe the Lobos were going to play their last game in the pit against Fresno State. We were, you know, having these high aspirations at the time and we had people that were reminding us at the time they could still have a home game in the NIT. And it's and as it's gotten closer, you know, it's one of those things in life where as reality starts to set in, on something happening, it starts to become more real in your head, and you get these different opinions about the NIT, where Coach uh, Coach Richard Pitino has had to spend time at his pressers about papoo the NIT, and you know, hey, we're in, it's a great thing. The fact that we get to have more basketball in the pit, you don't have to pull my ear to drag me down there, let's just put it that way.
1: No, and I mentioned when we were doing our coverage of the uh, high school basketball tournament, that after the loss to Utah state again, the Lobos are playing Utah Valley on Wednesday night, but against a uh, Utah state after that game, the conversation of the NIT came up and coach Richard Patino said, I would be shocked if we don't make the NIT. And they were not only in there, Sam, they were in there very solidly a number two seed. So, Basically, it's one of the the next. You know, if you want to correlate it to the NCAA tournament, it would be like within the next eight teams that were out. Sam, can we can we talk
0: about this for a second? Can, can we talk about what an inauspicious start this was to the to the whole celebration? I mean, we're trying to feel good about the Lobos being in, and it didn't make a difference because they were going to host a home game anyway. But can we talk about how the you know, the nit man? Th- this is this is the night. Like you look at what Selection Sunday has turned into. ...as a television product, because that's what, like a lot of things in sports, now it's a television product, the NIT selection show comes on right behind that, you want to pre- show the world that you are not the secondary tournament, you know, the little brother, redhead cousin tournament, you want to show that you're a legit tournament, and you bought your two and three seeds,
1: guys... Yeah, and they had New Mexico as a three and Colorado as a two, It correct? was all the twos and threes were backwards. Oh, throughout the whole bracket. So yeah. that was four mistakes that they made. Yeah, that is uh, definitely a self-inflicted wound there. But I'm ready to just say, you know what? As we talk about a lot going on, that was a big, big mistake. Because the reason for that is when I... It, is the higher-seeded team gets the home game, and where this pertains to the Lobos, it means if uh, Colorado beats and who is Colorado playing? I looked. I looked at this earlier. Oh my gosh! And uh, who is Colorado playing, Sam? Do you have it in front of you? I will hear in just a second. Yeah, you, I have it. I, actually, I have it right here. Sorry about that. Okay, so Colorado is playing. Seton Hall, okay? Uh, So Colorado, the three seed in the NIT in the Rutgers bracket, which is what uh, it's called because Rutgers is the number one seed. So um, Colorado playing Seton Hall couple of heavyweights uh, there. You know, Seton Hall, no slouch. Power, I mean, Pac-12 and Big East? Yeah, there, there's a couple of obscure um, teams in this thing. You know, Eastern Washington, for example. But, you know, they're playing, yeah, like you said, Colorado, Seton Hall. Uh, and then if both them, you know, say Colorado, the three-seed advances and the Lobos as the two-seed advances... More than likely, we'll get a, an extra game, and I've heard it would probably be on Sunday, and the Buffs would be coming to town. Big deal, Sam. For nobody more so
0: than our very own Doug Dorme. That's going to be a, a, a tough day for him, conflicted. He is a Colorado Buff through and through. We might have to put him on the uh, across the way where the road fans sit.
1: Yeah, I mean, normally I would have to explain who Doug Dorme is, but because he did... Uh, what was it, 14 basketball games yeah. over the last week. Hopefully people might know who we're talking about. Doug Dorme, uh, part of our coverage of the state tournament this weekend, former um, coach at Cibola and Albuquerque High, athletic director at Albuquerque High. He's a Buff grad and a, a very proud Buff grad. So, yeah, I, I, I'm i more inclined to, like, be in, uh, enticed by the fact that I saw Colorado play UCLA. You did. You last, saw in the first round of the tournament. Right, last Thursday, the noon game, and uh, UCLA was able to win that game, I think, by 12 or 13 points, but with three minutes to go, it was anybody's game. Uh, but I'm not trying to get ahead of ourselves. The Lobos have certainly a really good opponent on Wednesday night in Utah Valley.
0: Yeah, Utah Valley, the whack regular season champions, but in the world of the whack, things always go out of whack as you know as we like to show. and yeah, Utah Valley, they win the regular season, but they were the number two seed. In WAC Vegas, because uh, the, the conference is doing something different this year, where they're going Ken Palm style and grading the whole regular season. That like, you know, normally ninety nine percent of conferences, it's who has the best record in the conference. You get the number one seed You're the regular season champion. Well, in the WAC, those two things don't go together. They, they do it more on a on a grade style. You know, again Ken Palm style. And Sam Houston State beat him out by something ridiculous, like thirteen hundredths of a point to get the number one seed. And so you know, Utah Valley was the two.
1: Here's the deal. Uh Mark Madsen, to guys my age, people will remember Mark Madsen as being a very good college player, an all conference college player at Stanford. Mm. Got uh, you know, played a couple years in the NBA as well. Mad Dog Madsen is what his nickname was. Uh, and he's, I believe, in his fourth year there. But uh, Utah Valley, twenty-five and eight overall, and uh, a conference record of fifteen and three. And there's some commonality uh, with the opponents there too. But uh, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule here. They they've had some really impressive uh, road wins, um, including Oregon, who is also a number one seed in the NIT. Uh, they won at Oregon. Uh, they won. Um, a, against uh, um, Grand Canyon, who's a representative in the NCAA tournament at Grand Canyon. Uh, another, you know, they won at Seattle. They won, you know, at a weird place called, you know, or, or they just they just showed the ability not only to play well at home. But go on the road, and that's what they're going to be doing here when they play the Lobos on Wednesday night. So anybody that thinks because they're not really familiar with uh, Utah Valley, and I would be one of those that you put in that category. They've had uh, a tremendous year, got knocked out in a weird situation in their semifinals against Southern Utah, or they might be in the NCAA tournament, and it wouldn't have been Grand Canyon who ended up being there.
0: Right, they would have they would have moved on to the WAC championship game, except for the the fickleness of of basketball I got, in the last what five days I, I've, I've realized more than I ever have in the previous thirty years of my life how fickle this sport actually can be and actually I guess you know we should go back more than the last five days because of some of the endings the Lobos have had this season, but the way a bunch of these state tournament games ended and the way that uh, the way that the New Mexico state women Ended up losing in their WAC tournament game by somebody just you know, with a tiptoe inside the bench, just throwing the ball behind their back to go into the basket, and then this one here, the the rule that coaches could debate, about, or not the rule, but you know the, the the thought that coaches could debate about until the end of time
1: of fouling on a three. That's right. And do we have sound from Coach Richard Patino? Okay, so just to set this up, I mean uh, Utah Valley lost in the semifinals of the WAC tournament. Um, to Southern Utah. They lost the game. Uh, the, the, here it is, right here. Okay, they lost the game 89 to 88. So, uh, close game, nothing unusual about that, right? Well, the way it played out, I'll let you explain it. Um, Utah Valley had a two point lead, and or excuse me, a three point lead. Okay, that's a big, big detail. They had a three point lead. They chose, Coach Madsen chose, foul there, and you know there's different ways of looking at it. Well, it came back to bite him because uh, the you know the foul was committed, um, but it was committed in the act of shooting, and the three was made by Southern Utah, and they made the free throw to make it a four point uh, game, and. There you go. Uh, no opportunity to go on to the WAC championship game and play Grand Canyon uh, in that championship game. You end up losing 89 88. Heartbreaking loss for Utah Valley.
0: Yeah, it was, a four point, it was a four point play with four seconds to go. So technically, Utah Valley did have one more shot at it, but that's always, you know, that ends up being those desperation situations. But, you know, that's why even, you know, even coaches play hindsight after all these cases you know maybe we should have done this or maybe we should have done that as far as as far as i've heard you know coach richard patino he's pretty dead set on on his philosophy when it comes to threes which you i mean it, at the very least whether it goes your way or not at least you know that you feel like you made the right decision. That's all you can ask for in those cases.
1: So here is Richard Pitino talking about the debate on whether when you're up three uh, to foul or let it play out and rely on good defense and just preventing a three-point shot.
2: They've got good talent. I mean, I just watched the Southern Utah game, uh, and that was a crazy game. And for all the people that say you have to foul up three, Um, nobody ever tweets about that, right? But then the obsession when you don't foul, um, but – They fouled up three and it burned them, but you know we know Southern Utah because we played them. So obviously there's a common opponent there. But uh, big time shot blocker at the rim. You know they're five man. Uh, Fuller is a good utility guy. Can play the four and the five. Um, You know their their guards are talented. um, Shoot the ball well. They share it well. Sixteen assists per game. Um, And then defensively they got pretty good identity. Got good length up front. So be a challenge
0: so is the scouting report in there on top of the analysis so, you know nobody ever talks about that one when somebody wins a game on a four-point play you got to throw that one in there and then getting the scouting report on the wolverines on top of that the wolverines of utah valley out of the whack
1: yeah okay so we're expecting a game between two very easy, evenly matched teams on wednesday night uh lobos were um 54th in the net and 52nd in the Ken Palm, okay? Utah Valley, 74 in the net, 79 in the Ken Palm. So uh, this is, like, right away making me realize, you know, this is going to be a competent team coming in here. I... I I just glanced and, you know, I, I see they, they average 77 points, which is almost the same amount that Utah State averages, okay? Uh, the similarities with the Lobos is they've got four guys that average double-figure points. or they, they have four guys that basically combine for uh, about 52 points. The Lobos have, like, three guys that combine for 52 points a game when you look at Mash and House and Udeze, So and, and what uh, all
0: those numbers show with the points per game, the you always, it's always interesting to look at the difference between net and kenpom because sometimes there can be a little bit of a disparity, but what that says with both of these teams is they know who they are, they know what's going to allow them to win games and they know what's going to cost them games as well. There aren't a lot of secrets there within both these teams. There isn't a lot that that's that's going to be a mystery on any given night, which you know, certainly uh, builds up the drama and makes for uh, for a fun basketball game.
1: Yeah, I mentioned uh, Utah Valley getting a win at Oregon and Eugene also uh, got a 15-point win this year against BYU and Provo. So that's what I'm saying. I'm a team that is... Uh, not only good at home, but they were ten and five away, uh, two and two on neutral court. So, and that's where that new system comes in with the WAC. That's
0: that was the whole idea. Is you know, I mean, for how uh, how many years now has it been? And you know, for a while it was New Mexico State or maybe Grand Canyon or somebody, but it was just this afterthought that the WAC was a one bid league and we're going to move on and nobody else is going to say another word about it. That was the whole point of this new system. Is they're trying to encourage teams to go out on a limb and play a big non conference game like that on the. That you win, it's going to allow you a better seed come WAC Vegas time, and that it did for Utah Valley. <laughs> it,
1: it, that seems kind of complicated in a in a league that had as many teams as the WAC had. Um, all kinds of little nuances to uh, to what went on in the tournament. Again, they won the regular season title, but they were the number two seed based on exactly what you heard right there from Sam, just edged out by Sam Houston State uh, for that number one seed in the WAC tournament. By the way, Sam Houston State is in the NIT themselves. Uh, They'll be playing Santa Clara. So, anyway, it it legitimizes the WAC uh, when you have a team in the tournament and two more in the NIT. Meanwhile, five teams are playing in the postseason from the Mountain West. Four ended up making the NCAA tournament, and Lobo's in the NIT. Here's Coach Richard Patino on making the NIT field. Excited about,
2: um, obviously, being a part of the NIT. Um, it's something that I know I've talked about it in the past, but you know only 19% of our schools get to go to the NCAA tournament, and certainly that is what we all dream of being in. I've been lucky as a head coach, as well as an assistant coach, to do that. Um, and it's an amazing experience, um, but the NIT, especially with the new format, now means more than ever that you're close, and we're a lot closer than I thought we would be when I first took over in year two, uh, so very, very proud to be in postseason for the first time since 2014, Um All of what we've been able to do this year is only going to help us build for future success, whether it's on the court, in the classroom, uh, all conference players that we recruited, um, 33% increase in attendance, uh, and now playing in the postseason. So um, it's been a a terrific year too, and now let's go see if we can uh, play for a championship.
1: All right, so there's Coach Richard Pitino, Louisville men's basketball coach. He's excited about the NIT. He was asked uh, about the demeanor of the players and whether they're excited. I think they're excited about it. I really do. I don't. I don't think they're. We had a practice
2: yesterday at uh, you know one o'clock. Um, gave them off for the weekend, and it was spirited, and they were they were fun to be around. I mean, you say what you want. Now we've won 22 games, which is great, and we've done a lot of amazing things, but the character of these guys may be the best part of this whole thing right now. Um, where I don't think there's any type of disappointment that we didn't make the NCAA tournament. And part of that is we knew we, we had to win the conference tournament because of those losses that we had had late. Uh, but, no, they, they seem excited. and um, But like I told them, I said, guys, I've done it. Um, it was a lot more fun than you'll ever think it is. If you can go on a little bit of a run, uh, which we did, um, you know, maybe the first game might be a little bit hard because you've got so much attention in the NCAA tournament, which is great. I mean, CBS, ESPN, they all do an amazing job of selling our sport, um, but this is a pretty good tournament as well.
1: So there you go, uh, Coach Richard Pitino, about the fact that you know, as this tournament goes on. Uh, it becomes more and more fun. And so the main thing is New Mexico obviously needs to focus on this first game on Wednesday against Utah Valley. And uh, it just looks like it's going to be a a really good matchup and certainly a challenging opponent. And there's all kinds of opportunities for fans to get really good prices on tickets so go to golobos.com golobos.com if you're a season ticket holder all the information is out there with regard to you renewing or or passing on it but uh, the um, the tickets for this game I think are gonna be um, uh, price they are priced uh, lower and you can get your tickets at golobos.com the game is Wednesday night a little bit late eight o'clock uh, I will tell you this one of the funnest games I've ever seen in the pit, was an NIT game believe it or not. So I should maybe maybe you believed it. So it was Fran Fratello's first year. So Dave Bliss who was just this huge uh figure here with UNM basketball. He leaves to go to Baylor. UNM gets within a Marlon Palmer jump shot at the end of the Mountain West tournament to go to the NCA's. They don't get in, but they get to host an NIT game against who else Baylor and Dave bliss and I don't know what the official attendance was I think it was somewhere around 7200 people which is a lot because like none of the carryovers from season tickets count towards like these uh, attendance figures to the NIT so We'll find out what the deal is on Wednesday, but you ended up pulling up the box score for that game, right? Uh, I'm still working on a box score. I have the the
0: NIT bracket from uh, what looks to be Fran's second season. Oh,
1: it was Fran's second season. Okay, Bliss's second season, Fran's second season. I think they uh, ended up beating Coach Bliss, and then they played at Memphis, if I'm correct. Is that right?
0: So, the, uh, Yeah, they beat Baylor by 10, 83-73. Then in the middle there, a win over dying in the middle there before falling to Memphis eighty-one to sixty-three in the NIT quarterfinals. Yeah,
1: they got they got uh, blown out in that and a chance to go to New York if they had won that game. But uh, it definitely kept P- uh, local fans engaged, especially that that. Uh, uh, game against Baylor, 10-point lead that, you know, I know a lot of people out there listening remember that game. It wasn't like a 10-point game. It was a, it was a close game, and then the Lobos kind of broke it open there at the end, but uh, it just goes to show you these NIT games can be a blast, and hopefully that's the case on Wednesday.
0: And, you know, we, we can start getting into this in the next segment, because to Coach Richard Patino's point, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's not the NCAA tournament. Okay, so it's not the NCAA tournament. Like we're we're, we're kind of past that at this point. The alternative is somebody else is in the NIT and your spot somebody else is is hosting a home game. We all want the same thing. We're all on the same uh, going down the same path here of get to the NCAA tournament, get the full 110% reliving what Lobo basketball once was, but it's almost been like this is the last season of Lobo basketball, and we didn't get the NCAA tournament this time. So now we, you know, we lost our last opportunity just for 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 the people. And I only bring this up because I have started to see more and more of it uh, once the Mountain West, once the after they lost to Utah State, and between that and Selection Sunday, there was
1: more and more of just talking about the season in past tense. Correct. And I was around a lot of Lobo fans going to Las Vegas, coming back. And the vast majority of them talked about how much fun they've had this season. So now they get to continue to enjoy it uh, in the NIT, not the NCA. We'll talk more about this when we come back. Uh, And um, if you've got any thoughts on the Lobos going to the NIT, good, bad, or indifferent, uh, we'll take your calls at 505-994-1017, 505-994-1017.